Praise the Lord. Thank you for the three people. Shout it back. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, thank you for this side. Thank Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, together we say Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Because when you make a, a joyful sound, the enemy can get confused. Because only those who are in Christ is able to make joyful sound in midst of trials and situations. When you make a shout, when doctors' reports are against you, when you make a shout of victory, when when finances is zero, the enemy gets uh, upset, and he always keep asking. Maybe he is asking why these people are so joyful. Even then, I take up everything from them, rip them out. But still they are joyful. And that is one thing that we need to be to doing. Apostle Paul says rejoice, I say, rejoice always. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. And I'm thankful to God for enabling me, especially, to come here and stand with you. Those who have come for first time, welcome to you. May God bless you. And I believe it is not an accident. It is God's planned way that you are here. I do not know you, but God knows you. Amen. Let it be international. Let it be Bharatiya. Prabhu aapko janta hai. Amen. Yeshu Masih aapko janta hai. Aur wo aapse pyaar karta hai. Jesus knows you and he loves you. Praise God. So I'm, I'm really thankful to God for enabling me uh, to be here. Uh, and I'm also thankful to God for uh, for you because you could able to take a choice. The world, there are many choices that you can take to go to anything, to do anything, but you chose to be in the house of the Lord. That is the greatest decision. Uh, above marriage, above study, above boyfriend, girlfriend, everything, above all that, the best decision that ever you can make is to be in the presence of God. Amen? Because all this relationship in, in, in the world, it is temporary and it will remain for second time. It will go away. Bible says, father and mother may forsake you. But I will never. So thank God for each one of you who have come across. Uh, if you do not know, we are called as Parul Scripture Union, and every Sunday we are meeting here, uh, three thirty onwards in the session and onwards. And if you are interested in any weekly programs, some of our leaders, when the announcement will come, you will hear. You can you can join with them. And find out the weekly programs that we have here. And this is not for fun and entertainment, but there is fun and entertainment. But it is it is to serve God and worship God. Amen. Okay. How many of you been blessed with the last week's word that has come 
that uh, what was the word? What was the word? What was the word? Watchful? Watchful and faithful, right? Okay. So I believe there will be a, a long testimony list coming up in the testimony time. Many must have received some calls from your family and many must have seen that things are moving and giving room to accommodate you and that God is doing some miracles in your life. I will be very happy when I hear the testimony to glorify God because He alone is worthy to be praised and worshipped. Okay. Today, I'm going to deal with a very, 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 uh, actually, uh, this word I, I prepared in sitting in, in an airport, okay, uh, uh, today morning. And, and I traveled almost uh, uh, 22 hours and standing here, came 2 o'clock and standing here, okay. Almost 10 hours of traveling by flight and then some layover again flying and I came here and this is something that God has, uh, and, uh, has put in actually this is uh, something that Nayasha has uh, put it in her status or something like that but and I asked her uh, about clarity on the subject because this subject was burning in my heart and uh, I will be always uh, looking for confirmation for the words that is that is coming to me. So, one of the things that I am going to handle very simply, I am trying to handle within the time perfect only. I have 40 minutes of time, and 40 minutes uh, I will try to close it up and it's that how we can deal with discouragements and depressions. You know, how we can deal with uh, discouragement and depression. Uh, to, to, to take a point of this, I, I will go to First uh, King chapter 19, 1 to 4 as a reference. This is a narrative message, it's a story, okay? Uh, and uh, I would uh, be happy. First one King 19, 1 to 4. Uh, it's a narrative message and Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. Also how he had executed all the prophets with the sword too. Then Zezebel sent a message to Elijah saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. Three. And when he saw that, he arose and ran for his life and went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. Four. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree and he prayed that he might die. Understand that? He prayed that he might die and said, It is enough. Now, Lord, take my life, for I am no better than my father's. Can we close our eyes and make a, make a prayer? And also, you pray that God speak to me. Through the situations that I am going through. This word may come as a healing to you. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you 
for bringing this word and thank you father god to minister to helping us to minister this word god i pray that that, that this word minister to every listener who are willing to heed and bring a submission to you god i pray that god it will be a like a like a good seed that will fall in the right ground and it will yield the 1600 folds of return i command i i refuse and i resist that bird the enemy to come and steal away the word let it be deeply rooted and i pray that god through all that we will give you glory and honor to you and if there is anyone depressed or discouraged today i father i pray that god turn it to that into a moment of dancing in jesus name pray amen so I, as i said it's a narrative story and uh, i i need to tell you something some background about this it is uh, it is a, a it is a it speaks about elijah go back to one elijah sending a word to the king ahead that uh, uh, elijah sent a word to that uh, king ahab and uh, which ahab is a king of israel okay and he what are, what is the significance of ahab ahab followed the father's footsteps and what he did he led the people of god away from god to the worshipers from worshipers of truth jehovah to worshipers of baal okay okay uh, it is and that's why i am saying this is a narrative story okay and uh, uh, and in a in a point of time uh, elijah stood up and said that until now i i speak there will be no rain on the face of the earth. three and a half years there was no rain okay no rain until i will say so that means why that one word of the prophet elijah crossed caused a economic crisis in this is this area because there was no rain because of that there was no water there was a famine there was a drought and everything was in chaotic and they could not uh, you know that become a very very miserable situation for a king because the his people will look to the king because the king is responsible to take care of his people okay so the, the there was an economic cry, crisis and that is the place this king ahab thought i need to i need to fix this preacher okay i need to fix this preacher who who spoke this word okay and uh, you know the story and then what happened ahab runs and uh, and uh, there raven springs meat and bread to to um, elijah the prophet and you know what is happening the uh, ravens are meat eaters scavengers mainly okay and uh, but god enabled that raven to provide for them today evening i want to tell, tell somebody that god is change, going to change the ravens of your life to in, instead of destroying you to provide for you you know he will change the nature of the people there will be people who are scavengers destroying your peace destroying your friendship do not understanding speak anything against you it could be there will be rap, there will be ravens and god is able to control everything and god is able to change the course in your life somebody say hallelujah somebody say hallelujah hallelujah so god will change the nature of the raven from 
consuming to provide. Instead of a consumer, he will provide for you. Hallelujah. The Bible says the wealth of the righteous, unrighteous will come into the hands of the righteous. You know, whoever is trying to steal your joy, they will be pleading for you, for your joy. Those who are causing troubles to you, they wanted to be friends with you. Hallelujah. God, if there is a, how many of you believe that there is a, okay, it's maybe a not a right question, but it is okay to ask. Do you have a raven in your life? Yes, yes. Each one of us, besides the devil or demon, there are many ravens who looks good to you, but their intention is to consume you. They are very good friends. You give friendship bands also, but the day your mark is above and them. Consumption will, their attitudes will change. The day you get a good friend other than their friend, you know, their attitudes will change. Each one of us has a raven, but God is ready to change those raven to con than to consume from consumption to provision. Hallelujah! They will provide for you because God is able to change the nature of the ravens in your life. Okay? Are you getting me? So God can make a shift so that they cannot go, they cannot stop you from flourishing. It may be a paradigm shift will come. Okay? I'm very slowly I'm talking to you so that you can take it into the heart. Don't go away because don't try to be, you know, all good. I can come to somebody and tell my dear child, a raven is there in your life. I don't want that it is you to accept it that you are going through some kind of breakdown. I want to say to somebody here, you are in the verge of breakdown. God is changing those ravens who are reasons for breakdown and you will stand up and you will stand up straight. Amen. Don't act like uh, nothing is happening. You know? In, 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 even anything that has to happen, good or bad, first you need to believe about it. If you are sick, going to a doctor, you need to believe that you are sick, then only medicines can to, to happen. If you are coming to the church, you need to, you need to believe that. I want to get a change, then only it can happen to you. And then what happened? Then, when Elijah was stationed and there was a brooks that got dried up. Okay? Brooks dried up. See? It is famine, it is drought, but still God provided for his servant a brook. But when the, he was so dependent upon the brook, what happened? God dried it up. Sometimes, you are so dependent upon people who provide on you, provide for you, God will dry it up so that you can trust Him alone, not man. They were still your father, they will be still your friends, but God will not allow them to support or stand with you because God wants you to trust Him alone, not any man.
If some of the brooks of your life is dried up, praise God, because now God is providing for you. Amen. Hallelujah. And then what happened? Then God is saying, you go to a, a widow. Widow will provide for, provide for you. The widow of Zarephath. The woman who is in need become a provider. Hallelujah. God is making you not only to receive, but God is making you to provide for somebody. Amen. Businesswoman, businessman. God is making you not only just to have it in your life, God is releasing you to give. Amen. And what happened? Then Elijah goes to this man, this woman, and he says that, uh, that uh, I'm hungry, give, 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 give a bread for me. And then when she, she says, I have little flour and little, little oil, and I was about to make the last bread of mine. My son is sick, he's about to die. We thought after eating this, we will die. Okay, but then Elijah said, first give it to me. It could be harsh that uh, he is a pastor, prophet, Elijah, doctor, reverend, most high, holy man, great man is asking, like, uh, you give it to me first. And the rest of the story, you know that when she gave it to him, prophet released a prophetic word saying, until now I don't speak. There will be no rain. And the rain stopped for how many years? How many years? How many years? Three and a half years. Her bonds are empty, but every time she puts her hands inside, there is provision. Some of you, your bonds are empty, trust God. It will flow, overflow. Trust her. And what other? And Elijah said, Give first to me. Give first to me. Tell to the next person, take care, take care of your pastor. God will take care of you. How happy you are. Take care of your pastor. God will take care of you. That was the principle of Elijah. You take care of me, the God who sent me will take care of you. What was the last time you stood with the pastor? What was the first time you said, Pastor, this is 10 rupees only I can give, but I pray that you have a bottle of water. What was the last time you did it? Uh -huh. No? I don't need. But when you give to the servants of God, when you give to God, an overflow comes, press down, shaken, overflow. Elijah is saying, telling, lady, take care of me first. And then God will take care. And God really took care of her. 
And what happened? In the meantime, her son dies. And, and cloud came. And it was so bad that king was so upset. And he wanted to fix this king, their dead Elijah. And Elijah stood up. In verse chapter 18, verse 21, Elijah came to the people and said, How long will you flatter between two opinions? This is the question that I want to ask you. How long will you stay with two opinions? You say God is my provider, then you trust in man. You say God is my healer, you, but your trust is on medicine. You say, when you sing, you sing that I am weak. When the weak. Let the weak say I am strong. But if you have a problem in your leg or in your hands, in your teeth or in your headache, you stop them. How long you will flatter? How long you will move into opinions? Are you listening to me? How long will you flatter between two opinions? The New Testament says a man can serve, cannot serve two masters. A man cannot travel in two boats. Elijah has a valid question, Mr. President. How can you? How long? You are expecting God to move in your life, but how long you will flatter between two opinions? And then you expect God to do something. Because what God is expecting, God is expecting with all of your heart, with all of your strength, all of your mind, you need to love Him. He needs, He ex expects your whole body, whole life. How long? And then he says, if the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, follow him. Today evening, this is the same question as a servant of God standing here. I am crying unto you. What is your opinion about your faith? Do you believe in Jesus and his resurrection or his crucifixion, his exchanges? Do you manifest the trust, wholehearted trust to God when you go through a problem? Job said when everything went away from Job's life and he was also having leprosy and, he was, and the, the fingers were breaking and coming down. What he said? God came, God took, praise the Lord. What was the last time you said that? Many, 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 many hundreds of children write to me. Dad, I'm expecting this. But that writing people, I never see in the church. Today also when I was walking, I don't know. People, good afternoon father, good afternoon dad. But I never see that good afternoon father saying, boy or girl in the church. Then you expect it is like that you never go to the school but you expect a degree from PSU. PU. Sorry. 
पारुल यूनिवर्सिटी यू एक्सपेक्ट स्कॉलरशिप यू एक्सपेक्ट बेस्ट बेस्ट ट्यूशन यू एक्सपेक्ट बेस्ट रूम एसी गुड फूड एवरीथिंग यू एक्सपेक्ट व्हाट टू फॉर फॉर टू मंगल क्लास what are you doing how long will you flatter between two opinions if you believe jesus is lord then follow him because one man cannot serve two masters okay so elijah bringing a heart piercing question to who to the children of god stop living stop living on one foot in church and other foot in the club stop drinking or stop drinking from the holy communion and from the you know that beer glass or whiskey how long you will do that you trust god but sunday is not important to you you trust god prayer is not important to you you trust god worship is not important to you you stand like this when worship is going on shoulder stretch hello nobody is interested on that here we are interested in breaking not building here we are interested when you break in the presence of god god build you up rather than you show your muscles Sometimes I have a question in my heart. Sorry to say. <laughs> no, I don't ask. Come on, Pastor. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. But still I want to ask. I see that you, two opinions. You wear a shoe and you carry one. Why? Why can't you come with one only? What was the reason that you carry a shoe like that as you are breaking the cross in the marketplace? Come on. Yes, what are you saying? Ah, you it's a bit your the worship leader want to know the reason why you are bringing like that. If you are supposed to wear one pair of sandal at a time then what is the need of the second one because you, i don't think that you are putting four sandals in two legs two feet you do that no you do that four in one i'm asking four in two okay carry take your cross and walk in the market place than the sandal 
that's an that, that's the, that's an idea I am giving. Certain times we are in the church, but we still hold on to the burdens of our life without lightening ourselves. We carry unwanted baggages and stand in the presence of God, believing that God will do. But God said, "Cast your burden unto me." You hold on. This is very beloved. I need a reason to any time somebody asks me why you are not coming to the church. I was very sick. I had a problem. My grandma had this issue. Come on! In the midst of everything. Thank God. Some people are just holding the reason, excuses so dearly that they have an answer. Next time when pastor or leader asks why you are not in the last Sunday, they have answer. Yes. How long you will live in two opinions? When Jesus asked somebody to follow him, and Jesus, they said that my my somebody has died and let me bury and and come. Jesus said the 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 dead will they will bury him. You follow me. My dear children, I want to encourage you. Here comes a contest between Elijah and Baal worshippers, worshippers, to found find who is real God. And chapter eighteen twenty five onwards, we can see. That they built up an altar and sacrifices, and 450 Baal worshippers come around. Verse 25: Choose one bull for yourself and prepare it first for you. The for are many, and call the name of your God, but put no fire under it. So 26. So they took the bull which was given them and they prepared it and they called on the name of Baal from morning even till noon, saying. Oh Baal, hear us! But there was no voice. Two opinions, two faith. No one answered. When they leaped about the altar which they had made, 20, 27. And so it was at noon that Elijah mocked them, said, Cry aloud, for he is God. If he is a God, Either he is meditating or he is busy or he is on a journey or perhaps he is sleeping and must be awakened. Are you listening to me? The things that is dead that you are holding cannot help you. There is only one God who is living, died, rose again on the third day and living forevermore and his name is J-E-S-U-S Jesus There was a, tough, a war going between them Verse 30 Then Elijah said to the people Come near to me So all the people came near to him And he prepared the altar of the Lord That was broken down Now my dear children The time has come Rebuild the altar that is broken in your life. The altar of prayer, the altar of worship, the altar of praise, the altar of giving, the altar of sacrifice. Rebuild it. If you expect God to move in your situation, if you expect God to heal you, if you expect God to provide for you, there are certain altars that are broken, need to be rebuilt. And Elijah says, Come. Come unto me, I will rebuild. 31. 
Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of tribes of the sons of Jacob to whom the word of God comes. Israel shall be your name. Okay, 32. Then with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord and he made a trench around the altar large enough to hold two sihabs of seed. Okay, 33. And he put the wood in order, cut the wood in pieces and laid it on the wood and said, fill four water pots with water and pour it on the burnt sacrifices and the wood. Who is pouring this water? It was drought. There is no rain, but they have water to give it to God. I want to ask you, when you are going through drought and famine, do you have enough to give it to God? The last money that you have, do you hold it for yourself or give it to God? How many times the offering bags went empty from your side? But when you come out of here, then you buy a juice. Which is more important than God giving to God. Am I talking to somebody? You know? How many times you have done that? The, the, the offering bags come in India, sometimes as it comes, they will touch it and go. Right? You have seen it? Yeah, I see. I'm a pastor for 25 years. I've seen many such kind of activities. Okay? But here is the man. Here is the people. There is a drought for how many years? Three and a half years. But they have enough water to pour into the altar. You may be dried out because of your problem. Do you have enough praise and worship to fill that altar? Hallelujah. What is that water that you can give? Thanksgiving and praise and worship. In the midst of sickness, in the midst of emptiness, in the midst of brokenness, in the midst of losing your personal, somebody person to, very personally close to you, when everything seems to be broken, when there is no hope to rejoice, would you be the person to stand up and say, God gave, God took. Praise the Lord. Amen. That is exactly that they have done. Then they had nothing but the water that they had had. They poured out on onto the into the uh, the the altar. Okay. And verse thirty-three, Elijah prays and the fire comes down. He put the wood in order and fill out and thirty-eight. Please read the thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed who? I want to tell you when you give from your nothingness, the fire of God will consume it. It will be a sweet smelling aroma unto him. Hallelujah. From your abundance you can give anything praise. When you have nothing in your life, when you extend the last 10 rupees to the God and that is a sweet smelling aroma. It goes up and God descends to bless your work of your hand. I'm talking to somebody. There is reasons that you can find why you are financially not sound because 
you are in two opinions one two opinions now chapter 19:124 comes that was the cattle raiser in 18 okay now 1 to 4 in verse 40 what happened verse 40 18 chapter 18 40 elijah they killed all the 450 people who worshiped the baal and and then when execute executed them there comes jezebel's fury she became agitated i want to tell you when you disobey you and you stand for god but just a bits of your life get agitated they wanted to see that somehow to bring you down they will confuse your prayers they will confuse them your fasting you get up in the morning but all of a sudden you have a catch on your muscles you get up in the morning to pray the electricity gone you get up in the morning so it will confuse you so that you may not pray to god here is a jezebel and he see he say she says chapter 191 and there it says what happened jezebel came to know that what elijah had done also how he had executed prophets with sword and do she says let it be God's do to me and more also if I do not pay me so saying no no I will make your life miserable I want to tell you my dear children there may be some Jezebels in your life whom you count as friends they are not with you to make you they are there to make your life miserable are you getting me Nasha I'm happy that the spirit is moving she got I asked her in sitting from Singapore I asked her what do you mean by that you know I want to tell you there are some Jezebels because you are in two opinions they are already in your life and they are making your life miserable all of a sudden you can see in your family there is a problem your parents were so so what do you call it as a role model in your in your in your community all of a sudden you got a message that your parents are contemplating to divorce all of a sudden your dad was a good officer in a company all of a sudden you can you had a message that the company went into bankruptcy and your father lost the job All of a sudden your brother is a good biker he moves in a bike all of a sudden you got a message he met with an accident and some pathetic conditions around that is the Jezebels in your life when you walk in too much walk with two masters and two opinions you cannot serve God and mammon together you cannot bring from the the holy communion what the holy communion what corinthians chilaman says is that communion when you take no the mystery of the body it is broken if you take in unworthy manner that's why some of you are sick some of you are weak and some of you sleep 
When you dishonor the Holy Communion, you take Holy Communion here Sunday, evening you have a friend's birthday party, there you take it. Or with the same mouth you took the, the, the symbol of the blood of Jesus, the body of Jesus, the same mouth you hook up with weeds or drink with uh, alcohol and abusive languages you use it that is a two opinion today somebody need to correct living in two opinions and here comes and what happened so let the and this is the time this is the time i have only five minutes left i have 50 minutes of teaching okay how many of you are ready to hear Okay, if I wrote that I can preach in 10 minutes. If I have to listen and to give, it will take one hour minimum. Okay, so all supernatural things are happened. And one message of Jezebel got this mighty man. That's why I always say, mighty man of God. No, no servants of God are mighty men of God. They are simple men of the mighty God. Don't designate any, oh, he's a great man of God, mighty man of God. What they can do? They cannot even take a stone and uh, keep it anywhere. Because they are simple man of God. Like Elijah in the book of Jacob says, James says, he was a simple man like you and me. He prayed the rain stopped, he prayed, he, the rains came again. Be simple before God. Be simple before God and uh, and be discouraged. I want to tell you, none of you are above Elijah. If Elijah, after having an encounter with 450 worshippers of Baal, the prophets of Baal, and then having all that execution done, and if he can be threatened by a Jezebel and he can, can this discourage you and me can also get discouraged. Understand that, accept it. You will be discouraged, but you should not live in discouragement. You will be discouraged. If things are not happening in time, you will be discouraged. When job, like job, children, marriage, finance, everything went away. He was discouraged. He even cursed the day he was born. In my personal life, I have gone through seasons of discouragement. And if you are discouraged, the next friend who is walking in your life is none other than depression. Because they go together. They are not going anytime alone. They go hand to hand. You knock and enter, I will come after that. The moment you get discouraged, depression will walk and come into you. That what you know, in the more says, take one. Buy one, take two. Sexually, you can be discouraged, but if you start living in discouragement, the other one will come free of course. That is depression. Are you there with me? You need to fix it up. The demons need to be fixed up when it knocks on your life. Because it causes discouragement. 
Why this climate will come? What comes? According to one, two, three, here you read. What will happen? One lady said something and Elijah got discouraged. So the first reason why we get discouraged is because, because of the opinions of the people we get discouraged. Elijah sent a message to Elijah. To, sorry, sent a message to Elijah. You know? And then what happened in verse 2? He was running for his life. He was running for his life. And verse 3. And when he saw that, come on, somebody underline that. When he saw that, what is the meaning of that when he saw that? Hello. Verse 2. Verse 2 go. What is it? Jezebel sent a message to Elijah saying, What was that blessing? Saying, She said a word, but Elijah saw a word. Oh, come on. Jezebel just said a word and Elijah started to imagine the word and he started to see the consequences of that word. Some of you, we do that. We hear somebody saying something about them, us and then we start imagining imaginations and visualizing about it. Oh, you are not looking good. Then you start thinking, visualizing how your clothes are not good, all your parents are poor. You start visualizing it, imagining it like that. The Bible says, Jezebel said, but Elijah saw. Opinions matters. Are you living in the opinion of others? And are you seeing messages that set messages translated into reality in your life? You are giving room for that in your life? That is the reason why you get discouraged. Someone will say and you make it. Remember about Genesis chapter 37? When Jacob's sons came to Jacob and said 37, 34 to 36, said they, they came with the cloth and dipped in the blood of the to, to, of a lamb sheep and given it to him and said dad when we were going sh shepherding a wild animal came and killed your beloved son and then what happened jacob started imagination started there what? then jacob tore his cloth put sackcloth nobody said that sat in his face and mourned for his son many days. What happened? What they said, he believed it and imagined. And then, what happened? All his sons and all his daughters allowed to comfort him, but he refused to comfort and he said, what? For I shall go down into the grave to my son. It is not proved. His son said that your son has died and he only started saying, I will go to the grave. Are you living in the opinions of other people? And then he says, his father wept. 36. Now the Midianites have sold him in Egypt to put it 45. Actual fact is what? Jacob was sold to, to somebody. Your father is making an imagination from the heard word. Most of the time, discouragements come, Shamin, just because we start believing the opinions of other people. 
Most of the young people you get discouraged, you get, you get, no, 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 racism, what is racism? Somebody said something. Why do you get affected? Because you don't know who you are in Christ. Fearfully, wonderfully created, the apple of his eyes. Touching the, you is touching like the apple of his eyes. You started living, you started imagining. I wanted to tell you somebody, the color of skin doesn't matter to God. The weight of your body doesn't matter to God. The holiness of your heart matters to God. Keep it holy. Keep it blameless and spotless. And then somebody said, I know he, see, this girl, how he, she used to dressing up. That, that I see in Indian students, see, in walking in Parul scripture, Parul University. Nowadays, you know, I earlier thought that uh, the international students only have problems. Now, more problem is with Indian students. Whether I used to see somewhere boys and girls sitting, now, Indian students, wherever I go, I see they are sitting together, that, these, these. They start clothing like you. They start heels like you. Cultural changes. They start living like somebody else. Am I talking to somebody? You ask Indian students, their parents, if you send their pictures, parents will say that, no more school to from tomorrow. Right or wrong? Yes, she agrees. Because I'm also a father of a daughter. I know that. Stop living upon the opinion of others so that you can you may discourage. So discouragement comes when you start living according to other people. Some people I always one person I one person came to me saying that I did everything that to please that person. I said my dear child, you do everything to please that person. If that person finds somebody else attractive, he will teach you. I want to tell you, no matter what amount you try to live like others, in their heart they do not like you. Stop living in the opinion of other people. And I want to challenge you today. Don't allow others' opinion to decide your destiny. God has said, what the book of Hosea says, God said, it will happen. Hallelujah. God said, it will happen. Start living according to God. Second thing, sometimes you do not only concentrate on the opinion of others, sometimes you start living in the point of view of yours. Your own point of view. What was Elijah's point of view? Go back to 1 Samuel 19. Verse 4. What is it? Oh, come on. One king, one king, one king. I'm absent-minded, you are also. 
That means you are attending the class very much. Good. Two people sitting together. Okay. Go. And it says, It is enough. It is enough. Now, Lord, take my life. Whose opinion to us, Pamela? His own opinion. How many times you said, It is enough. I have gone through beyond what I can bear. I suffered Lord, but Bible says beyond your authority, God will never put you in temptation. But we take the credit to ourselves. And the apostle Elijah is saying, it is enough. Take my life. Take my life. You start living in your own opinion. You compare with other people. You try to limit your potential. It is enough. Don't you know that God wouldn't have allowed you to go through that situation if you are not capable? God bossed on you like he bossed on Job. Try him. Try him. Don't take his life. He bossed Today heaven is boasting about you. And if you are going through a problem, if you are going through a situation, because God counts you able to walk through that. Otherwise, God will never send you there. Hallelujah. Are you going through a situation? Are you going through a brokenness? God knows you can bear it. God knows your Lord limit. And what Bible 1 Corinthians 10.13 says? That I will give you strength to bear. If not, what will be done? I will make a route of escape. If when it comes beyond your ability, God will make an escape route for you. Okay? Stop telling what you can't do. Stop telling what you cannot do. Start telling what you can do. I can do everything in Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Greater is the one who lives in me. You know, I am a victim, not a victim. Start proclaiming positive things that God said about you. I want to, to encourage somebody when you go through a problem. Psalm 103 says, forget not all the benefits that you received from God. Look to back to the situation and say, look to the face of the situation that you are facing and say, all these problems of yesterday passed away. This problem will also pass away. Amen? If there is a beginning, there is an end. Somebody said like that, nobody makes a, 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 lock, a lock without a key. If there is a problem in your life, there is a solution for it. Stop saying that you cannot do it. Okay? Elijah believed a lie. I'm not better than my fathers. Okay? Stop telling that. I want to tell again today somebody, you are not called, you are not alive in the face of the earth to run the race of somebody. Start running your own race. Apostle Paul says, 
I run a good race. He never said I run somebody's race. He said I run my race good. Run your race. Walk a journey of life to live positively. Don't try to live life like others' life. You are unique. You are unique. No matter how you dress up, you cannot be somebody else. You are unique. Somebody say, I am unique. Very poor response. Because you don't believe you are unique. Look to your dresses. Look to the shoes. Look to the makeups that you use. It all is, comes with whom? With the tagman. This heroine used. This hero used. I was so happy to see the ex-Miss Universe came for the year in the you know, convocation last year without any makeup. Any makeup. When Miss Universe doesn't need a makeup, why you need a makeup? You are not even Miss Universe. You are not even a Miss Room. <laughs> Sorry to say that. <laughs> Love your God with all of your heart and mind and soul and strength. That is exactly what God is looking for. Just because you put the shut buttons on and you cannot be a hero. Just because you show some muscles that does not make that you are a Big, big man, wrestler or something. We are all unique. Be yourself. Be yourself. When I was one week in, in one week in Singapore, there are 1,200 people from South Asia participated in a it's okay. <laughs> I believe you are a hero. He's trying to put a shut because the buttons will come out because it is so tight to him. <laughs> okay, 1,200 people and from all 50 countries and everybody is eating style. One lady was there, she was Kenyan also with me. And Vietnamese. Uh, and what we did? We kept the fork and, 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 and the spoons there. We started eating by hands. I want to be my, I, myself. I, cannot, I don't want to follow somebody else. I love eating food with my hands. I eat Nobody questioned me. But I could have developed a imagination for what they will think. You, whatever you think, the food I am eating satisfying me, that's enough for me. Don't try to live like somebody else. It's okay when your uh, table manners are good, all things are good, all, it is needed, etiquettes are very important. But that does not necessitate that you to be like somebody else. Be yourself. Okay? Last but not the least one. You want to go? Okay. I'm not allowing you to go. 
here you can come by your own go with my permission <laughs> that point what you do we sometimes put ourselves in an outcast position verse 9 and 10 we put ourselves in a, a outcast, a, a, no, a, a outcast position. Outcast position means we, we isolate ourselves. I need to go to the back to speak to some people. No, it's not joking, it's very serious thing I'm going to say. Some people in the sitting in the back, you have isolated yourself because somebody spoke against you, hurt you, and you isolated yourself, and you are trying to live by your own. I want to tell you, building up is not possible by alone. To build up, you need the fellowship of somebody else. Got it? Somebody said something, you have set yourself in isolation. Elijah isolated. What happened? Then he went into a cave and spent the night in that place and behold, and what is it? He isolated himself. When somebody talks about you something, somebody pulls you the leg, somebody says uh, character assassination, that is the biggest assassination without any judgment, without any conviction. Okay? So, assassinate about you, tell lies about you. And then what happened? You start imagining yourself you start putting yourself in your view, others' view, and then what you do? I swear, tomorrow onwards, I'm not going to be in the group. You come out of that group. You come out of that friends. It is good if they are, they are not allowing you to grow, come out of, because association matters. Beloved children, if your friends are not, your friends are not helping you to grow, you are in a wrong association. If somebody says, blessing, come today, no class. No. We will go to the city. What to do with blessing? Yeah. Association matters. And then God came to ask him, what are you doing here, Elijah? <laughs> this is the question today God is asking you you are isolated yourself you are not in the ministry you are not in the church you are not in the prayer fellowship you are not in the school you are in some wrong association but when you hide yourself God of heaven comes down in that place and asks you my dear child what are you doing in this place you are not supposed to be here you are supposed to be in my presence while you hid yourself in a cave. Some of you, because of the shame, what people will tell every people, I always say that every saint has a back, back story and every sinner has a friend story. Every saint has a bad story and every sinner is having a good story. If you are bad today, there is a good waiting for you. If you are today good, forget not the bad that you cross through. Today God is asking somebody who are sitting here, what are you doing here? What are you doing with those friends, those who are pulling you down? What are you doing when you are in pain? 
What, why you are isolated yourself? Is it very important to go? No. Praise God. What are you doing? God came to us. To Elijah. Some of you are isolated. Disconnected and left church. Family. Friend. You don't like correction. You isolate yourself. Parents said something. Isolated yourself. Pastor said something. Isolated yourself. God is asking. Why are you so? Why are you not be teachable? How many of you did like that? Something your parents said and you didn't like and after that two days mom calls the phone. After that she gets convicted and she calls and calls you don't pick up the phone call. Praise God. Thank God because there is a mother who calls you back. Many in the world is waiting for a mother to call them. They don't have a mother. If you have a mother who calls you back. If you have a father who holds your necessities and lives for you, destroying himself, not embracing any good about himself, thank God for that father, thank God for mother, than you getting agitated against them and isolate yourself from them. You cut out the church, cut out from the church. You are not interested about some, when, when some correction comes. I want to tell you, God has not called you and me to intensify the, intensify the, in, intensify, increase the intensity of our problem. Don't be alone. Be regrouped. Regrouped means what? Be with someone. Who can help you? Oh, pastor said with someone, so I am with someone. No, that someone I am not talking. Someone who will build you up. Someone who will cherish you. Someone you, someone who will like Elkanah saying to, 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 to. What is that? Elkanah's wife. Hannah saying that what she, he said, am I not better than ten sons? Come on somebody. Somebody will stand with you, my brother, my, my friend. Am I not enough to you? There is a friend who wants to cling unto you. Draw unto, draw unto him so that he, draw, he can draw unto you. He's better than ten sons. He's better than the lilies of the lilies of Gilead. And he's better than the oil and wine. He is life and resurrection. Cling unto him. Today God is asking some of you who are isolated yourself and you are living in a, living in a cave-like situation. God is asking my child, what are you doing here? A single, not, you understand, you remember, suppose a log of wood you burn and then you burn a ten logs of wood which will burn faster. Huh? Which will burn faster? One or ten? No. Jana? 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 Jana?
Please tell me. Which one? One or ten? Because when you put fire on one log, it will burn immediately. But when you put ten, what is that? It will burn less. Flames and fire will be more, but it will take time. I want to tell you, if you are alone, you will burn away quickly. But if you are in the fellowship, it will take time for the enemy to isolate you. Hallelujah. Amen. It will take time to isolate you. Stay with friends who will help you to grow. Stay with friends. No, no. Maybe in hostels you may not have the right to choose your roommate. But still in your heart you can choose your roommate. Because when you go to in an airplane or a train or a bus, you cannot choose your next person. So if somebody is staying in your room, don't get isolated because of that person. You know, you live your life. You believe in your heart. The best friend is Jesus he lives with me. No matter who is there. And the Bible says when a man's way pleases God, he will teach his enemies to live with peace. Hallelujah. If your classmates, your roommates are not right, having a right relationship with you, you don't try to make them right. You be right with God and God will make them right with you. Hallelujah. I want to challenge you this evening. Hallelujah. You get you isolated thinking you are not good. But that is not the will of God. He had a mentality, verse 10, verse 10. Elijah had a mentality, I have been very zealous for the Lord. He started saying all that he did. Sometimes when we do not get an answer, what we do? We tell all the story, Father, I did this, that, I fasted 40 days, 50 days, 61 days, and I worshipped the Lord, Lord, Lord. He also doing the same. I have been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts, for the children of Israel. have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, altars, and killed your prophets with the word. I alone left out. What a pathetic condition. I alone left out. In the church, I am the only one who is suffering. Self-pity. In the, in the church, I am the only one who has financial problem. Just because somebody does not publicize, doesn't mean that they are not in trouble. They, they publicize it to Jesus. They say, they go to the closed room and tell the Father, when I started my ministry 25 years, the one thing I said is that I will not lift, I will not stretch my hands to man. Today, 25 years, I never stretched hands to anybody. But whenever need come, I close the door and I start praying to him. Lord, I am your child. You call me. The ministry belongs to you. I belong to you. The family that you have given belongs to you. And it is now it is your responsibility, according to your word, to provide for me. I believe thy grace is sufficient for me. Don't, public, don't publicize with everybody. Everybody is not interested about if you are in trouble, they will laugh and smile and they say, oh, but in, 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 in people say, oh, they Christians, prayer, fasting, see that they are troubled. We are okay. Don't give unwanted attention to the devil. Don't give him room to rejoice because what you believe 
what you think that you will become what is in your heart you speak if you speak that i'm only left alone here he left alone and they seek my life he came into a he came to a place i'm only left so don't put yourself alone let us make well let us do life together hallelujah let us come life live a life together brother no problem sister you got through this problem i also went through this problem but god brought me out at that same god could will bring you out and together you start worshiping god and what will happen the heaven will come for your rescue want to tell you don't 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 publicize don't put a mentality be with someone who could could stand with you to honor god and believe in god just because somebody prays does not doesn't mean that they pray from the heart don't you know that there are many prayers that is prayed through just by the lips without having an iota of reality in the spirit I am telling you if you have not gone today through this situation don't think that you will never go today it is i tomorrow it could be you learn from this situation stop running away from god lastly what i say genesis 16 7 and 29 and this will be i close my word genesis 16 it is the story of hagar the hagar story what happened hagar was a maid servant what was uh, with the willingness and the agreement abraham abraham and sarah brought together because sarah was not conceiving conceiving so they want she wanted abraham to to have a child through hagar to take the take the you no know, generation up and here now the and she when the child came hagar was mistreated by his mistress her mistress sarah have you ever gone through that when your problem is solved the person start mistreating you gone through that when you are you, you are with them in their problem they are very good friend but the problem is solved what will happen they will mistreat you okay here it is and now the angel of the lord found her by the spring of water in the wilderness by the spring on the way to shore and right? ate and he said who god said what is the said hagar sarai's maid so hagar was not addressed as an individual hagar was said maid servant of abraham of sarah okay and then what he said where have you come from and where are you going and then she said i am fleeing from the presence of my mistress sarai what happened nine the angel of the lord said to her return to your mistress and submit yourself under her hand <laughs> you know how is saying my mistress mistreated me i cannot anymore stay with her but angel of god saying that you go back and submit to her hello can it happen you say that church mistreated me pastor mistreated me and god say go back and submit to the same pastor go back to same to the same church what is your reaction 
Yes. What will be your reaction? You don't know. Okay. Hagar tried to run away from her troubles. Hagar tried to run away from her mistress. And Lord said to her, Don't run away from them. Run to them. God doesn't want you to escape problem. God wants you to overcome problem. Because you and me in Christ are overcomers. Hallelujah. Are you discouraged my dear children? I want to tell you. Lord's personal care and engagement. Hagar was able to face her problem. And see the Lord using her in that situation. I want you to tell you this evening. God wants you to not run away from the problem. But to embrace that problem and overcome it. God can and will work out his purpose for you in the midst of your problem. Am I talking to you? Even the desperate problem. How many of you have seen movies, sailors or, or, or ships go? Hurricanes and uh, storms come. What they do? They put a reverse gear and go back? No, what they do? What they do? Miriam. They just move into the storm and go forward. And I want you to encourage today. When discouragement comes, when depressions come, God doesn't want you to run away from that. God wants you, like sailors, sailors run through the waves. God wants you to run through that situation. And then you can have a testimony saying, With God, I can do everything in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. When discouragement comes, I three points I said, there are many points I can talk about. One is because of opinion of others. Second is opinion of yours. And third, you isolate yourself from people or God. If there is somebody today going through a discouragement, if there is somebody who is going through a, going through a personal traumatic condition because you have developed an opinion about yourself on the basis of somebody's comments, God wants you to cast out that, cast all that burdens to Jesus. All the burdens. You are not alone. God said, I will be with you. This battle belongs to God. And when you go through bad discouragement, and when you do go through depression, the next thing that is coming is thoughts of suicides. Life is precious, my dear. So don't allow the suicidal thoughts to come. So what we need to do? Nip at the bud when discouragement comes. Don't allow depression to follow. Discouragement comes. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Don't matter the opinions of other people. Don't put a self-opinion and don't try to isolate. When you are in problem, be in the midst of God-fearing people. Be in the midst of God-worshippers. Be in the midst of prayer warriors. And instead of isolating yourself. And God will help you to come out of this situation. And, and one, one Peter, one Peter, I think 1 Peter 5, that is the word it says. 1 Peter 5, 10 says, after certain trials and situation, God will establish you. 
But may the God of all grace who called us to eternal glory by Jesus after you have suffered a while perfect, establish, strengthen and settle you. This is my prayer for you. After you go through a situation like Hagar went through the situation when Elijah went through the situation David went through that situation David said, David last Sunday he said I preached, he, he encouraged himself in the Lord why? He was, he was traumatized by people he said in the song, why are you downcast O my soul, joy why are you downcast O my soul because what? He, he, he received the opinion of other people he brought himself into an opinion of himself and then he brought himself into where? in an isolated places and there David is saying, why are you downcast O my soul encourage yourself the word of God is lie it is like it the double sword. It brings it brings power to you. The Holy Spirit will help you to overcome your discouragement. When you go through, Jesus went through discouragement. You know, when he was left alone, he asked, Dad, Father, God, God, why have you left me alone? Elijah said so. But don't take Elijah's stand. I am the only one. Don't take that thing. Oh, I am the I am I'm very prayerful. Why should it happen to you? If you are prayerful, then more trials will come to you. Why? Because you are a sure candidate of fighting. God doesn't give, you know, cheer. Have you ever seen the cheerleaders go into the ring and fight the, the Muhammad Ali? No. Only those who are ready to have fight. May God bless you and I pray that God. This is my prayer for you. But may the God of all grace who called us to his eternal glory by Jesus Christ after you suffered for a while, after some discouragement, after some discouragement, after some depression, what happened? After you suffered a while, let him perfect you, let he establish you, let he strengthen you and settle you. If there is anybody today here sitting, going through an isolation, going through an discouragement, going through a kind of depression. You may lift up your hands. I'm going to pray for you. If there is anybody who is going through that situation, it could be others, it could be you, or it could be combined. It could be the depression and discouragement due to you, or it could be due to us, due, due to other people. I don't see any hands. Only one hand I could see. Okay. If you are lifted up your hands, please stand up where you are. Only those who are lifted up their hands. I'm going to pray for, for pray for you. I will take 